The arguments you're about to hear are your own. However, the two idiots having them are just a couple of best friends whose opinions on everything are determined at the flip of a coin. They are mercenaries of the modern day, asinine advocates of the causes to which they have just been assigned. They may not be right, but they are totally, always, 100% completely sure. They are Connor Hughes and Graham Ganahl, and this is Cell Swords. <laughs> Distinguished sirs. Who? I'm having serious... What? Who's that for? Uh, distinguished sirs. I huh. may have opened the Is wrong letter. Is this the correct show? <laughs> yeah. Let sure. me check the seal on this envelope. You might want to... Uh, oh, where's the address a, say? Does the address... the Duke of Edinburgh. Oh, okay. Is, oh, my bad. <laughs> I thought, because last time we got one that, was, that said, uh, you know, dear people who know what they're talking about and can say things that are funny and, and insightful. And that one was to my brother, my brother and me. So I thought we might have gotten the same mix-up in the mail again. <laughs> I'm having serious doubts about the meaningfulness of life. Yeah, me too at this point. is the fact that I stubbed my big toe a few moments ago on a Lego. It isn't the big things in life that make me existentially filled with angst. Rather, it is the minuscule. Paper cuts, toe stubbing, homework, and things of that sort make me wonder whether I should end it all now. Should I be a nihilist now that my toe has been stubbed? Sincerely, Angsty in Angston. Um, well, Angsty. Hey, Angsty. How's my going? I haven't been in Angston for a little bit. I live over in Depressionville. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 going all right, but it's pretty drab. Uh, so, <laughs> is it going all right? Is it really? <laughs> well, uh, I'm doing pretty well here in in Pepville. Uh, not much to complain about. Uh, about 72 degrees, the skate parks are open, and there are no scooter kids in them, so we're doing great. Um, wow, one thing, great. one small thing, did did this, did they say they stubbed their toe on a Lego? Yes. Did they mean like one of those giant Lego sculptures that they have at Disneyland? Perhaps. Maybe it was because like a building or something. I'm trying know, to like imagine the, the circumstance when you, uh, when you can stub your toe on. It's a very small piece of plastic. Perhaps a yeah, duplo usually, brick? If you, That's a little bigger. If you do the motions to stub your toe on something, you end up kicking the Lego brick, like, across the room. Oh, wait. I uh, know. It's a political joke. Because ang- angsty is just like political party, which I don't agree with. Because they trip over the smallest things. Relevant. <laughs> Roasted. Roasted. <laughs> Take that, whichever political party I don't align myself with. Let's not get too political over here. We don't want we don't want the tweets. Heaven forbid we should pick sides. <laughs> That's not what we're about. <laughs> so do you want to pick sides and answer this question? Yeah, sure. All right. I'm kinda his. <laughs> and I'm Graham Ganahl, and this is Cellswords, where we do in fact pick sides at the flip of a coin. I've got my coin of politicality here. Kinda sounds like an off brand version of the wheel of mythicality. 
uh, from Good Mythical Morning, but I guess let's just roll with it. Um, here's the thing. This question is not really within our purview. I mean, first of all, it's not an argument. There's no other party. It's just it's just one person asking a question. One person fighting with themselves. Oh, the it's meaningfulness of life. It's an inner conflict. Mm-hmm. Is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a um, a Dostoevsky novel where the conflict is not so much but without an axe murder. Yeah, I mean it's more more notes from underground where you don't get anything more serious than like a toothache for the first thirty pages. So I guess in that case, in this conflict of man versus man. We we can we can do uh, heads will be <laughs> heads will be it's all right now and tails will be nothing else matters. <laughs> okay, uh, why don't you call it in the air? Uh, it's gonna be heads. It is tails. Yeah. Okay. Well, is it really tails? <laughs> you tell does me. It, does flipping the coin actually matter? Tell me that. Does does actually flipping the coin and me saying it without seeing the coin does that even matter? Okay, you know if, that. If I matter. were to you even know see that the that coin, one specific thing doesn't matter. <laughs> We've even, talked about this. Even if I were to see the coin and you flipped it and I called it and it landed, would it even matter if it was right? If it was wrong, does it change me in any significant way? No, it doesn't because we does it change the world in any significant way? We've discussed how the coin flip actually has no. Well, no, the coin flip has, has, a, has a bearing on what we do. You calling it has absolutely no effect on the outcome. We just flip it, and then we give you whichever one it lands on. Exactly. It's useless, just like everything else. <laughs> it's, you know, sometimes you just got to admit that we're monkeys on a rock hurtling around at an explosion at, what, 27,000 miles an hour, something like that. That's a little bit long for our new band name, but I'll take it. <laughs> Monkeys on a rock hurtling around at 27,000 miles an hour. <laughs> Perhaps monkeys on a rock. Although the problem with monkeys on a rock is that it sounds more like an ice cream flavor. And uh, if you can't accept ice cream as a valid reason for existence, then I'm not sure where you're coming from. I actually haven't had ice cream in a while, so I don't know. So uh, you're saying if ice cream doesn't exist, then nothing exists. Pretty much. Yeah, actually. Yeah. There, there, there's, a good, there's a good argument, because I don't know if anything is a simulation inside my own head. The only thing I know is that I can think, and that's it. So <laughs> if I were to find some verifiable scientific proof inside my own head that ice cream does in fact not exist, then I can safely say everything else does not exist. Oh man, this is starting to get too philosophical, and I don't want to use any logic because that just wouldn't be us at all. Have you had that blue ice cream that's like uh, cotton candy flavored and has bubblegum in it? No, I have not. I don't like bubblegum. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because you be would a think... trend in this show. Yeah. I... <laughs> you suggesting a food. Just to be... <laughs> and then you just ab- abjectly hating it. Uh, I think you were a nihilist before we even started this. Here's... <laughs> no, I just think it's interesting because um, it actually has bubblegum in it. That's really weird what? to me. Yeah, like it's real, like it's bubblegum. You keep chewing it even after you eat the rest of the ice cream. That's weird, isn't it? Why would you, why would you put bubblegum in ice cream? I don't know. I wouldn't personally. I mean, I've had it. It was, I liked it. Huh? Yeah. How about that? What, what do they say? Proof is on the. I don't even remember the quote. Something, something like the burden of proof is on 
something I can't not remember the quote. But basically, wow, it's like it's like one of those Lincoln Douglas debates right now. The proof of the <laughs> and the with the and and the henna henna, you know. <laughs> I object, sir. <laughs> you are wrong. Your tongue is forked. <laughs> Your lips burn with deception. Uh, but basically, you have to prove how the world's worth living. And uh, according to this question, because he's already leaning towards nihilism because he stepped on a Lego. Oh, uh, well, tripped on, stubbed his toe on a Lego is what we're getting from this. I want to try... Well, actually, before I, before we try this fun exercise, do, do you want do you want to hear my swell boards update? Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, uh, very very short. Um, but my skateboarding skateport skateboarding skateporging. I've <laughs> 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 been taking small cuddly Star Wars characters on wheels. Um, my skateboarding progress this week has really just been that I got a new board. I got the um, the Aaron Cairo signature board from Revive. It's really cool. It's nice. I still fall over sometimes, but it's more fun to fall over now that I know I have a good board. Oh, and I, I, I got like a bunch of knee pads. Well, not a bunch, the normal amount. <laughs> so two? Two, yeah, two. Yeah, two <laughs> knee pads from a two knees. <laughs> no, three, obviously. Three, yeah. My knee, my other knee, and my other knee. Oh, you're saying my, my brother, my brother, and knee? <laughs> That's the. Let's not get a copyright strike now. It's, you know, uh, second time. It That's doesn't help. It doesn't help our show any if we keep referencing perhaps the second greatest podcast to ever exist, <laughs> who already have enough <laughs> listeners of their own. Uh, I'm imagining we probably get a bunch of cross fans. You know, people who listen to our show and like, oh, what my brother, my brother and me. That's a long title. I wonder what that is. And type into Google and then they start listening. And then like, there's a bunch of like cross-referencing fans. So we don't want any dissent among our communities. Just go ahead and they, they have good fans, albeit probably a bit smaller, but uh, let's, let's, let's not throw any hate their way. No, I love your fictional reality <laughs> where people have heard of us, but haven't heard of my brother, my brother and me. My brother, my brother and me, what's that? They say as they go to the front page of iTunes and see the logo that says my brother, my brother and me, starring Justin McElroy, Travis McElroy, and Griffin McElroy. You know, I think that's what it says. Let me check the sticker on the back of my laptop. <laughs> okay, this is this is not helping our case. <laughs> if we could just make those sellsword stickers, we'd be in great shape. Let's move on to the next segment. I feel like we've extolled the virtues of a rival podcast long enough. Yeah, probably. I, I have and sent you... Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just saying, let's extol the virtues of this reality. Let's extol the virtues of nihilism. I want you... I've sent you some, some famous uh, quotes by some famous nihilists, and I just okay. want you to read them. Sure thing. Give me, give me one second here. You did not send who these were by. It so doesn't, it doesn't no really idea. matter. Just... Just you just Doesn't go matter. ahead and start yeah, just start reading them and I'll I'll come in just somewhere in the middle. Okay. <sighs> Do you know what punishments I've endured for my crimes, my sins? None. I am proof Can you say that one more time from the top? Do you know what punishments I've endured for my crime? What the what? <laughs> my sins. None. I am proof of the absurdity of men's most treasure. <laughs> you were saying? 
restrictions. A just universe wouldn't tolerate my existence. Man was matter. That was Snowden's secret. Drop him out a window and he'll fall. Set fire to him and he'll burn. Bury him and he'll rot. Like other kinds of garbage. The spirit gone, man is garbage. That was Snowden's secret. Ripeness was all. What is with the banjo? <laughs> no, no. I, I, a banjo? I don't hear it. I don't know what you're talking about. Go on to the next quote. Let's see how it sounds. I really, I think you're per- starting to persuade me. So maybe just give me another quote and, and, and we'll see where, where we end up. If we believe in nothing, if nothing has any <laughs> And if we can affirm no values whatsoever, then everything is possible and nothing has any importance. fun over there <laughs> I think I've made my point and what point is that exactly <laughs> uh, that no matter what anyone thinks any nihilistic downer opinion any uh, negative thing that has ever been said can always be refuted with a banjo yeah. You know, you're not wrong. I, I, I scarcely ever you're am. You're not wrong. I, I'm in a good mood now. So I guess <laughs> I guess that kind of... Uh, yeah, you're right. That illustrates your point. Yeah. <laughs> a big W for the banjo. <laughs> uh, I, I think we've briefly discussed this, but can we talk about uh, what, what logo did you stub your toe on there, Angsty? Uh, because I believe this has weight in our final decision. Because, like, if it was a, if it was one of those big, like, smooth Legos, like, if you step on it, it, it might hurt a little bit, but... Big, smooth Legos. Are you thinking of a boulder? (laughs) A regular stone boulder? No, like, one of the, you know, like, a big wall section or something? A refrigerator? (laughs) It might not hurt as bad, but if it's one of those little one-by-one studs or, like, you know, a Lego sword or something like that, then I would say that you might have a point there because those hurt. Those those hurt a lot. Where are my Legos? <laughs> Do you have them with you? I think I've got them around. I can't. Sorry, I was just trying to look around the room. Uh, you never want to have your Legos out of arm's reach. You may need to uh, construct a bridge. What if you're one of the Seabees? You know that's what they do? The Seabees, when they go uh, overseas and they have to build things on small islands and marshy areas, they just bring a big old pack of Legos. Well, yeah, nature's building tool, man. What? <laughs> <laughs> the le- <laughs> plucked, plucked from the Lego tree. Yeah, crazy how nature do that. The banjo and the humble Lego, two of the greatest fruits grown in, in, in the forests of, this, of nature. After finishing that, did you consume your banjo? Did you take a, take did. a big old bite out of the headstock? Uh, did you know that a banjo contains seven helpings of fun and good times? <laughs> Only seven. After seven, the banjo self-destructs. 
it, it cannot be <laughs> That's used. That's not how fruit works. It, it cannot be used after seven. Lest you, lest you be afraid of biting into an apple for a seventh time, let me well, just remind you that... You can. Seven, seven but, bites of a I fruit mean, does not make it self-destruct. <laughs> but, I mean, you, you can't bite into an apple seven times. You literally can. You can't fold a piece of paper over, what is it? Seven, seven times. Seven times? Oh, wow. Seven or it, eight. That actually lines up quite perfectly. You can't bite into an apple seven times either. The thing is, what they don't tell you is if is you fold a, a piece of paper, I forget, it's like a hundred times, maybe not even that many times, so, some number of times, and it will reach all the way to the moon. Did you know that's actually how they got Neil Armstrong uh, to the moon? Really? They just quantum they folded, folded a piece of yeah. paper? Up so many times. They just folded a piece of paper. They had him stand on one end. They folded it over and they folded it over again. They just did that a few more times. <laughs> so, did they fake the moon landing? Yes. But did they actually get to the moon? Also, yes. <laughs> yeah, honestly, uh, strapping yourselves into a metal can and then exploding yourself off the face of this planet is rather absurd. So absolutely it, ludicrous. The thing that they don't mention is that NASA's budget has largely remained the same over the years. It hasn't really been cut recently. They just didn't want to explain that they had no money to begin with and they were just using a sheet of paper to get everywhere. What the thing was, Russia didn't have as much paper. <laughs> we have they more had fewer paper trees. <laughs> That's right. It was too cold to grow any trees in Russia. And they had already uh, used all of their wood for their pencils. All of their pencils and rebuilding all of their towns because they just burned them all. That's true. They really must stop doing that. <laughs> There's one thing I've learned from Age of Empires, too. It's uh, build a wonder, let it last for 200 years, and fight off the invaders with your villagers. But also, <laughs> don't burn don't burn your things. Yeah, you invade Russia, and then they just like start torching everything. It's every game! I can't... If Everything, I, you know? If you want to stay warm, you know, you don't have to burn your whole town. If, if Russia gets to some place before me, I it, it, it's a lost cause. I cannot take it over because then they just burn it. It's like clockwork. It's no. like... Yeah, they don't have... They don't have a Smokey the Bear in Russia. What they actually have is... they have Well, they do have a bear, but he's Bernie the Brown Bear. <laughs> and, and he says, only you <laughs> must... He's, you must start st- forest fires. You must. You have no other purpose. <laughs> you have exactly. He's a nihilist. You have no other purpose than to destroy. I I, I believe in Bernie's statement. Not Sanders. We weren't going to get political. Sure. Were the, we? the more uh, important poli- the more important political figure of Bernie the Brown Bear. <laughs> Both are in grassroots movements. One is you know supporting things like healthcare. And the other one is... Health bear. Yeah, yeah, health bear. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) We lost it. We lost it. Here's what we're saying. They're both a grassroots movement. Just one of them is interested in burning the grassroots to the ground. I don't... I'm not... I'm not a big fan of Soviet bears. Uh, Do do we have another segment? Another segment? Yeah. Um, Like, Like another part of the show? I think right now we only have two. Let's make another segment, shall we? Here's here's the way that I like to count. I, I go to one, and then I go to two... And then I go to one, two, three, four. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> when in doubt, bring in the banjo. Let's let's make a new segment, alright? Okay. Pondering life questions with Connor. I thought that's literally what we were doing this whole show. Yeah, this, this kind of spawned this idea. 
of, uh, okay. but instead we're just going to ask a single question and we're going to let people ponder it. So my question for you is, do stars have friends or are they just lonely? Do you ever think about that? The sun has... Do I ever think about if stars have friends? Yeah, because like the, the sun has the earth and the earth has a bunch of stuff, you know, life and stuff. So I'm pretty sure oh, our Oh, you're not talking is... about Taylor Swift. no. No, I'm pretty sure our son Because otherwise I would have said no. (laughs) Our son's son is pretty well off, but what about like, you know, Alpha Centauri, other stars, you know? I don't know. I kind of picture this. First of all, stars are like very far apart from each other, which is a... Uh, probably the understatement. Well, yeah, of the but year. their light can still um, reach, so like they can, you know, do, sure. do like Morse code, yeah. you know, like with flashlights, and, like <laughs> blink on and off. Are and, you like, suggesting that our sun could just blink out of existence and then blink back on? Uh, I could do that four times and then stop and then do that two more times and then Alpha Centauri will be like, "Oh, he said hi." I have never asked, so I don't know. Maybe you just asked, and now you know, and the answer is no. No, I've never asked the Absolutely sun. Has not. anyone asked the sun, "Hey, could you blink off for half a second? Like, I, I, I need to look into the sky, but you're burning my eyes." Uh, <laughs> Literally, ancient Egypt. That is all they ever did. Well, I don't know. Were were they right? And did Ra have any friends? Because I'm pretty sure the the like Ra, the mythical political. Uh, issues of ancient Egypt were like all confuzzled and everyone hated everyone else. Yeah, the sun god. Oh! Ra, ra, ah, ah, Roma, Roma, my, he's the sun god. He's burning your pants. (laughs) This is our sun dance. I don't know. (laughs) Sundance is a music festival, but it's also like a thing you do if you want the sun to turn off. Oh, wait, we can do that? Oh, that answers my question. Are you suggesting? That, well, of course. Uh, whenever, whenever the sun has a has a pixel out or freezes or anything, then they just call up Cosmic IT, and Cosmic IT it says, "Would you have you tried turning the sun off and then back on again?" <laughs> and then, and then that's that's why they have the Sundance Film Festival. It's actually just a large dance. Uh, all the films are intricately woven together. Um, that's why it has to be independent because because uh, Hollywood would never get behind it. They don't believe in the old myths. <laughs> That's also why every movie in Sundance is so weird. To try and appease the sun god? To try to appease the sun god, exactly. <laughs> well, I guess I guess that answers my question. This has been... Of course it does. Pondering Life Questions with Connor. Yeah, or Well Bored. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Does this also answer our questions about nihilism? I think we got all the major points. Yeah. Uh, banjo music, Bernie the Bear... Sons for the sun Dostoevsky. god. Sacrifice, sacrifice the your sun god. to the sun god so that the sun doesn't blink out of yeah. existence. Uh, there, that gives you, yeah. that gives you a reason to live and stay awake at night. I'm sorry, did you say a reason to stay awake at yes. night? Yes, like you would need any. <laughs> Do you need a reason to stay awake at night? You, you wake up. In the morning, you're like, ah, oh, did I do the, I did the sleep thing again. Well, <laughs> I guess I'll have to put off my pondering to another time. I guess, I guess tomorrow night, I'll, have to, I'll just have to double duty ponder. It's like a reverse Grinch schedule, isn't it? <laughs> Where it's like, wake up 9am to 10am pondering, 10am to 11am thinking about existential crises. Well, that's the thing. You got like work and stuff uh, during the day. You got no time to stay awake and sweat into your pillow alone in the dark this has been such a revelation to me 
Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, um, I'm super bumping myself out. Let's let's continue. Guys, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think we're actually pretty good to wrap up uh, on that super duper jovial note. Wow, that's just what we think about nihilism, existential dread, and Fyodor Dostoevsky. If you have trivial disputes or weird questions that we typically wouldn't answer, send them in to sellswordspodcast at gmail.com. Or think us a tweet. Maybe. Can you? I'm sure in the future you'll totally be able to think yourself. Oh, actually, speaking of tweets, did you hear the Library of Congress has been archiving every single tweet since 2006? Oh, that's such a bummer. It is. I've been deleting tweets from my old account because they were so bad. Yeah, I've, I I used to do that too. But nope, they're just they're, they're in the Library of Congress. You can just fantastic you can just walk right in and be like, "Give me all of Graham's old account tweets," and then be like, "Sure, hey, go right here." Um, we actually, I've got a great idea. We actually idea. have them pinned up on you the remember, wall because they're so fantastic. You remember that one time when the British came in and just like burned everything in Washington to the ground? <laughs> yes, I don't know how what our what our British demographic is, but if you guys are feeling up to it, maybe you've been inspired by Bernie the Bear. Just, <laughs> just hit up the Library of Congress, find the file that says Graham's tweets from his old account when he was thirteen, and just kind of, just do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, once again, where 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 can they find us on Twitter? Uh, Sellswords Show. You can also find my account at Connor Hugs, and that's Connor with an E. Yes, yes, Connor with an E, uh, not O. Connor C E N N E R. Oh my gosh, Keener. <laughs> <laughs> because you're keener to stay up at night filled with existential dread than I am. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. Uh, What's your actual handle on Twitter? Uh, at Connor Hugs. C O N N E R. If we need to specify yeah. that, and I am at Graham Ganahl, uh G A N A H L. You just yeah. spell well, your name; it's not taken. That's what happens. I I, like, it's a pretty sweet gig. I've got an alliterative, easily Googleable name. I I put in my name, and I get like, you can have Connor Hughes four thousand six hundred twenty three. I'm like, <laughs> thanks. What about four thousand three hundred sixty two? Taken. <laughs> Because there are just that many Connor Hughes in the world. <laughs> oh, um, we uh, here's some news. We were up on a, uh, a different host. Um, now, we were on SoundCloud, and now we're on Libsyn, and I don't know if we're still going to be on SoundCloud. So if something is weird with our RSS feed, or if you were subscribed to us on like iTunes and then you weren't anymore, just go ahead and resubscribe. Um, everything should work fine now, and we should be able to upload stuff consistently without worrying about uh, space constraints. So that's good news. And if you guys would drop us a five, six, seven, eight star rating on the iTunes store, they only let you put five, but you could probably just put the rest as emojis. <laughs> yeah, use your emojis. In fact, I want to see reviews just in emojis. That's a really good idea. Kind of get that uh, hieroglyphics vibe. Yeah, yeah. And then people who stumble into the review section of this is like, what? What, what is... What is it? Because every single review, there's no words. There's just emojis. It's exactly like when they discovered the Rosetta Stone. And they were like, what do all these mean? Well, we've got like a hand flame 100 and then some like water spray thing and then a winky face and a green heart. 
Why the green heart? <laughs> uh, green heart because it was St. Petty's Day a little bit ago. Yay. That it was. That it was. I wore my biggest, greenest sweater. If you like this show, why don't you share it with a friend? You know? Then Put it on a cassette. Burn it onto a, a, a cool, slick CD like all the young kids are doing. One of those, or just tell them that it's on iTunes and Google Play and anywhere else that podcasts are sold. One of those prismatic CDs, really you know, sold. like like uh, neon blue or neon red, you know, when you get those. Here's an idea. Don't do any of that. Just put our show on, on an 8-track and then find a boombox that has 8-track capabilities. Just blast it, hoist it over your shoulder, and meet me at the skate park. Yeah, that sounds awesome. That way, when everyone else is like playing all their cool ska music, because that's what people still listen to at the skate park, you can just skate by and it'll be like, and that's why you shouldn't eat cheese sticks in that particular way. <laughs> it's my impression of us. <laughs> okay, well, this is this is dragged on. Uh, go, yeah. Go, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Go check us out on Libsyn. I'm Connor Hughes. And I'm Graham Ganahl. This has been Cell Swords. Thanks for listening. Be the slug you want to see in the world.